0: money, not necessarily in that order, had been found drowned in a bath of tepid mud at the luxury health spa. The mud used for the face pack and full body immersion was advertised as being full of sodium, iron compounds, and various other minerals that were supposedly good for the skin. The blurb was outrageous. She read it aloud. "'You too could be drop-dead gorgeous. Our mud is special.' sourced from volcanic deposits from Pacific Islands, where locals have long claimed the mud to have youth-giving properties. Steve was lying flat on the floor, all crunched out. It didn't do Lady McCrotty any good. After noting that Steve's abs were a little different than they were before, and just as attractive, Honey turned thoughtful. Wasn't there another case of somebody dying as a result of treatment at the clinic? Steve shrugged. Not that I know of. Honey wasn't so sure. Closing one eye was a wonderful aid to concentration for some obscure reason that she couldn't quite account for. A front-page headline flashed into her mind. Some time ago she'd seen something in the Bath Chronicle and on local television about a woman who'd broken out in skin lesions after some kind of beauty treatment. She wasn't sure exactly what treatment... It could have been some kind of mud treatment, or it could have been more than that. She couldn't remember. Needless to say, having turned out plug-ugly instead of drop-dead beautiful, said recipient of treatment was suing the beauty spot for a small fortune. Steve looked only vaguely interested when she told him. Did she win the case? Honey shook her head. No, she died. A fire broke out in the bread shop below the flat she lived in. "'Charred remains. No body. "'No real evidence against the beauty clinic "'that the bad publicity had sent them running rampant with a firelighter. "'All they did was bring her out in lesions. "'Seems that drop-dead gorgeous could mean just that.' "'So?' "'There was a hell of a lot of meaning in that solitary word "'and the single lifted eyebrow. "'She knew what he wanted her to do.' wriggling out of it was a definite option before he said the magic words that weakened her. A period of excessive pampering away from it all. No guests bending your ear about noisy bedsprings, no chef threatening to slice the sous-chef in two, and then there's your mother. The proposition was looking more and more attractive by the minute. Honey allowed herself to be swayed. Well... She made the effort to sound less than convinced. "'All expenses paid,' he added, recognising one of her weak moments when he saw it. "'Courtesy of the City Council and the Tourist Board. I think Casper had to go at them both. Beautiful city, beautiful body, you know what I mean?' Annie's eyebrows shot skyward. Casper St. John Jervis was chairman of the Bath Hotels Association and a personal friend. He was obsessed in protecting God's Little Acre from serious crime, which is why he'd decided that the association had to have a crime liaison officer. Honey was it. Which was how come she'd got involved with Steve Doherty. There'd been a couple of dangerous moments in her part-time career. Doherty had asked her to do a number of interesting things, some of which had nothing to do with solving crime. However, she'd never been asked to go undercover before. This place is out of town, she remarked after studying the address. Oh, not really. It's just up the road from Castle Coombe and forty minutes tops into town. You'll be able to sneak out now and again? Grab the odd chocolate bar at the village shop? Up until this point, she thought the plan was to attend this place perhaps once or twice a week. It turned out otherwise. You'd have to stay for a four-day break at least. Steve... This may have escaped your notice, but the Green River Hotel does not run itself. It's well-staffed. Stop thinking things will grind to a halt just because you're not there. Delegate, that's the secret. So I've heard. He eyed her as though he really knew what it was all about. She sensed someone had been informing the uninformed. So, you've heard. She nodded her head slowly while fixing him with a hard stare. To add gravitas, she posed one hand on her curvy, quite ample hip. It's not a one-man-and-his-dog outfit, Doherty went on.